Kathy Davidson and welcome to our women's meeting. There are a group of women and men that have joined me that are with us now that are endeavoring to walk in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God is with power. It's with power. The kingdom of God is with power. The Lord would say to you, I can make the weak strong. The Lord would say to you, I can make the weak strong. I can make the poor rich. I can justify. I can sanctify. I can set apart to my work. I can forgive. I can heal. I can do all these things, saith the Lord, but you must cry after me. You must ask. You must seek. You must knock. You must cry after me like blind Bartimaeus did, and I will surely. I will surely give you what you come for. Amen. Amen. Let's open up with prayer. My Heavenly Father, I thank you. My Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto you. And Father, grant us, grant us all, a spirit of grace on this meeting, a spirit of grace. Father, I thank you for that spirit of grace on this meeting. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. We have been studying about how Jesus did it. We are going to continue with that today. And we're going to continue in a vein that I had never even considered of and considered much of until this week when the Spirit of God started talking to me. I want us to begin in 1 John 2. I'm going to use my Bible. I hope you have a Bible with you. And if you do, I want you to open it. And I want you to follow along with me. I want you not only to hear the words, but I want you to see them, that they are written in this Bible. And you know that Jesus said, Jesus said the scriptures cannot be broken. So we are going to put aside everything we've learned in Sunday school. We are going to put aside everything that we have learned in church, in churches in past. We're going to put aside all the books that we've read, all the movies we've watched. We're going to put everything aside, all the galleries we've been in. And we are just going to look at the word of God because Jesus said the scriptures cannot be broken. And the word of God is forever. It is from, um, from everlasting to everlasting. This, the word of God, the word of God, when this earth is destroyed and burned up, when the universe and all the stars are burned up, this word will still be there. So we are going to go to 1 John 2, verse 6. We've looked at this. What or how did Jesus do it? And we're going to read verse 6. He that saith that he abideth in him, and that's in Jesus. He that saith he abideth in Jesus, ought himself also to walk even as he walked. So if we say that we are abiding in Jesus, and Jesus said that in John 15, abide in me. Abide in me, and my words abide in you. Well, if we say that we abide in Jesus, it says here we ought also to walk, even as Jesus walked. Now let's look at the flip side of that verse. 
Let's think about this. The Apostle John says we ought himself also to walk even as he walked. If Jesus had anything over us, if he had anything more than what we have, if he was any more greater or less than we were, then we then he would be unjust. He would be unjust if he said that we had to walk like he walked and he had something more than we did. Do you see that? Have you considered that? If Jesus said and through the apostle John, we have to walk like he walked, that he is our example. If he had anything more than what we have, then he would be unjust to say we have to walk like he walked. You know what? He's not unjust. He is not unjust. We can walk exactly like Jesus walked. I want you to go. The next verse I want to look at is John 6, verse 19. John 6, 19. This is Jesus speaking. And he said, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Now, when Jesus, when Jesus said, Verily, verily, it's, it's like when we say, Pay attention. Look at this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. The son can do nothing of himself. It says, but what he seeth the father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. And we looked at this last week. Jesus did not have any of his godly abilities. He came to earth, he left them all in heaven, and he became just like you and I. He became a man just like you and I. And it says, so, uh, so he said here, but what he seeth the Father do. And we talked about that last week, how Jesus walked in the Spirit. In Luke 4, it says that Jesus, Jesus was baptized in the Holy Ghost. I mean, not baptized in the Holy Ghost. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, we can't say that he was baptized in the Holy Ghost, use that word because it never uses it. You know, I've learned something about the word of God. You can never assume or never put your own opinion on the word of God. You have to read it just like it's written and you have to believe it just like it's written. You can't give your opinion or maybe this happened or maybe that happened. No, the word of God cannot be broken. It says Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost, that the Holy Ghost ascended from heaven, landed on him, and he was full of the Holy Ghost. And then we also looked how he had to go through the wilderness. He had to learn how to walk in the Holy Ghost. You know, you can be full of the Holy Ghost, just like in Luke 4, but not know how to move in it. And that's why Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness. So right here, he said, he said, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. And the father, showed him what to do through the Holy Ghost, through the Spirit of God. That's how Jesus walked. Okay, now let's go to Luke 6, 40. Luke 6, 40. And it says, uh, verse 40, the disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Let's look at that again. The disciple is not above his master, that everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. And when we look at that verse, we know that we're going to have to do it just like Jesus did. If we're going to be as his, uh, if we're going to be like our master, as his master, our master, we're going to have to do it just like he did. 
And if we say, like I said before, if we say we can do the works that he did, if we can do all the miracles that he did, if we can speak like he did and not do it the way he did it, not walk the way he did, we are saying we are greater than Jesus and that cannot be. So we're going to have to walk just like he did. Now, with that, let's go to Matthew 19. I want us to take a look at this verse. This is just kind of a side note with what we're talking about today. But this is, if you consider it, a huge statement. And this is Matthew 19. I'm going to begin in verse 16. And behold, one came and said unto Jesus, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And look at how Jesus answers him. Look at how Jesus answered him. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. Do you realize right here that Jesus said he wasn't good? Do you realize right here that Jesus said he wasn't good, that there was only one good, and that was God? How can that be? Because as we read a couple weeks ago, Jesus came down and became fully every bit human. He had the soul of a human. He had the sinful nature in him. He did not sin, but he had the sinful nature. Thank God he never sinned. God would not let him. God upheld him. Why? Because he was going to need a sinless sacrifice. And he kept Jesus from sinning. And, he, and Jesus walked exactly the way the Father wanted him to, perfect communication, and he never sinned. He had to keep that body. He had to keep his body and his soul to be our sacrifice. But he had our human nature. And so he wasn't good. He wasn't. Oh, that he taught us how to walk. Now, I want us to go to 1 Corinthians 12. We're going to see how Jesus did it. We know that Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost, but did you ever consider this? We know that Jesus walked like we're supposed to walk. We know that we're going to walk just like Jesus walked. Well, guess what? For, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, then, is how Jesus walked. I'm going to begin in verse 4. There are Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Jesus had the same spirit we have when we're baptized in the Holy Ghost. Did you know that? We have the same Holy Ghost that Jesus had. The same one. He's a person. We have the same Holy Ghost as Jesus had. And that same Holy Ghost is the same spirit, Genesis 1, that moved on the face of the waters. And then the Father and Jesus spoke. Same Holy Ghost ghost. If you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, you have the same Holy Ghost that Jesus was full of. Really? Really? You know what? If that is true, and it is true, the scripture cannot be broken. Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost and moved in the power of the Holy Ghost, not his own power. He didn't have any of his own power. He was like us. Now consider this, if we have 
the same Holy Ghost, the same Spirit that moved on the face of the waters. If we have the same Holy Ghost that Jesus walked in, and when we are born again, we have Jesus in us. We've got the seed in us. If that is the case, if we have, if we have what Jesus had, if we have what Jesus had, and that's the spirit of Jesus and the Holy Ghost, then we can do what Jesus did. If we have what Jesus had, then we can do what Jesus did. It's that simple. I'm going to say this again, because I didn't learn this in Sunday school. The Holy Ghost, Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, taught me this. If we have what Jesus had, then we can do what Jesus did. Now, let's go back to verse 5. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God, which worketh all in all. Who worked that power in Jesus? God did says that in Acts. It says the works that God gave him to do, that God did the works through him. That's who does the works through us. If we have what Jesus had, then we can do what Jesus did. Now, verse seven, but the administration of the spirit is given to every man, every man. Did you know that says every man? Do you know you're part of every? Every man to profit with all. Verse 8, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, same Spirit, same Spirit Jesus had, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Do you know these same gifts worked in Jesus? Do you know, if we say that we abide in him, we got to walk like he walked. Well, he walked in the power of the Holy Ghost, and we can too. We can walk it just like he did. And we're going to see, we're going to look at today where these gifts, where these gifts worked in Jesus, and that's how we walk. The only ones that you cannot find that Jesus didn't, that and we cannot find that Jesus walked in is Tongues and interpretation of tongues. You know, I've heard so many people speculate, and, and I've heard the question, do you think Jesus spoke in tongues? Well, that's speculation. Folks, the word of God is the word of God, and it cannot be broken. You cannot speculate. You don't speculate with the word of God. You believe it. You look at it. You put it in your heart. There is no evidence that Jesus spoke in tongues, but there's no evidence he didn't but it is not written. If it's not written, we don't speculate. We believe what's written. Now, we're gonna take a look at these gifts. I want us to first go to Matthew 17, the, the, the word of wisdom, Jesus walked in it. And we're gonna show an example of each of these gifts that Jesus walked in, because you know what? We can do the same thing. Every one of these gifts has worked in me with, the, with my past walking in Jesus, every one of them. And they still work daily. If you walk in the spirit, they work daily. Now, Matthew 17, verse 24. And when they 
came into Capernaum, they received tribute money, came to Peter and said, does not your master pay tribute? And he said unto him, and that's a temple tax. And he said, yes. And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him. Now, how did Jesus know about the conversation? The Spirit of God told him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute? Of their own children or of strangers? And Peter saith unto him, Of strangers. And Jesus said unto him, Then are the children free, not with understanding. Now, look at what he says here. You're going to see an example of the gift of wisdom. You know what the gift of wisdom is? It is knowledge that then shows you how to do it. It gives you direction. And Jesus gave Peter direction. He said, not with understanding, lest we should offend them. Go thou to the sea and cast a hook and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money. That take and give unto them for me and thee. Not only did Jesus know where the money was, he told Peter how to get it. That's the gift of wisdom. The gift of wisdom, how to accomplish a task. Now, let's go to Jesus with the gift of knowledge. That's the second. And we're going to go to Mark 2, and I'm going to go to verse 8. And this is Jesus. This is when they brought the four... The four men brought their friend on a pallet and let it down through the roof to Jesus. I love this. Four friends love their friends enough. Their friend enough that they got him to Jesus. They did everything they could to get him to Jesus. And they did. And now Jesus is talking with them. It goes, uh, let's begin in verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, the four, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoned in their hearts. Why does this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And look at this. And immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit, in his spirit, he didn't hear them. They weren't talking. They were thinking. But Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves. He said unto them, why reason you these things in your heart? Who told him what they were thinking? The Spirit of God. A human cannot read another human's mind. But the Spirit of God told him what they were thinking. I've had that happen to me. It is so fun to walk in the Spirit. And you know to walk in the Spirit is for every Christian. God wants every Christian to walk in the spirit. He even commands it. Walk in the spirit. And don't give place to the flesh. Now, let's go to the next one to get to faith. Oh, this wonderful story. This is John 11. This is when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. But I want us to take a look at a couple words here because I want us to consider them. I'm going to begin in verse 32. Jesus has gone to raise Lazarus from the dead. He's already talked to Martha. And he told Martha, I am the resurrection. Oh, and he hadn't even died yet. I am the resurrection. Now, verse 32. Now, when Mary was come to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping came with her, look at this, he groaned in the spirit. 
He groaned in the spirit and was troubled, agitated, stirred. What was, what was going on here? You know, he wasn't weeping because his friend, it says the next verse, Jesus wept. He wasn't weeping because Lazarus was dead. Right here, it says he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. He was stirred. Anybody, anyone that's walking in the spirit, God is getting ready to do some something. They have felt this groan and they have felt this agitation, this stirring in the spirit. Oh, it's a wonderful feeling. And it says, what have, where have you laid him? And they said unto him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. He wasn't weeping because that Lazarus was dead. That spirit in him was working. The Holy Ghost in him. Jesus had no ability as a human to raise Lazarus from the dead. But the spirit of God in him, in him was working right here. Before he even called him, working right here, pulling him out of Hades says Jesus wept and then said the Jews behold how he loved him and some of them said could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that this man should even have died and Jesus therefore again groaning in himself the spirit of God working the spirit of God working came to uh, Jesus said uh, Jesus therefore groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay on it. And Jesus said, take you away the stone. And Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he's been dead four days. Four days. And Jesus said, said I not unto thee, that thou would believe that could see the glory of who? The glory of God. The glory of God. Oh, I love this, the glory of God, not the glory of Jesus, not the glory of Lazarus, the glory of God. It was the spirit of God that was raising Lazarus from the dead. It was the spirit of God pulling Lazarus out of Hades. Remember the body was in the grave, but Lazarus wasn't in the body. Lazarus was not in that body, he was in Hades. And they had to bring him out. They had to bring him out. And that spirit of God was moving even now. And I'm going to begin it, uh, go back to fourth, verse 41. And he took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. Wow. Wow. Do you know when you walk in the spirit, God hears you always. Because of the people that stood by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. It wasn't a human talking. It was the Spirit of God through a human talking. And Lazarus, and he that was dead, came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes. His face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. You know, that same gift of faith that is talked about in 1 Corinthians 12 can work in all of us. Whether this was, you can argue back and forth if this was a gift of faith or not. You know, Jesus, I do know this, 
But that gift of faith, that gift of faith is the faith of Jesus. That gift of faith, when that gift of faith comes on you, it is the, it is the faith of Jesus. And I tell you what, when you are walking, when that gift of faith comes on you, there is nothing, there is nothing that can stand in your way. You are like a lion and you could go down into hell itself and drag the person out if you had to, if you have the gift of faith. And then when that gift of faith lifts, you're right back to the normal person you are. I, that is a beautiful, I've had it work in me several times. I've had it work in me when it had to do with people in death. And I've watched God pull and change the situation through the gift of faith. Now, let's go to the next one, the gifts of healing, Luke 6. Notice it's the gifts of healing, not the gift, gifts. I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to go uh, verse 17 of Luke 6. And I'm going to begin. And he came down with them and stood in the plain. And the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him. And look at this and healed them all and healed them all. Remember what Jesus said? There is nothing. I can do nothing of myself. Do you? Remember, Jesus said, I can do nothing of myself. It is the Father that does the works through me right here. Says the multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue power out of him. It wasn't Jesus. It was the Spirit of God. It was God in him. That's where the power was coming from. And it says, and healed them all healed them all if we have what jesus had then we can do what jesus did do you see that we have the same spirit that worked in jesus to heal all those people we have the same spirit he is with us he's in us when we're baptized in the holy ghost if we have that same spirit that Jesus had that healed all these people, then we can do the same. We can do the same. If not, Jesus is unjust to say that we have to walk like he walked. And we know, we know when the disciples were baptized in the Holy Ghost, they did the same works. They did the same works. All right, now let's go to, let's go to Mark 9. And I'm going to, let's, let's read here. I'm going to go to verse 16. And this is the working, oh, no. I tell you what, I'm going to go, let's go to verse 38 because this is going to show us. This, this, this next gift is a gift of working of miracles. And I want to show you one of the things that working of miracles does, that gift. In verse 38, and John answered him and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name. And he followeth not with us, and we forbade him, for he followeth not with us. And look what Jesus said. And Jesus, but Jesus said, forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle 
in my name. They can lightly speak evil of me. Do you see what Jesus called a miracle? Casting out devils. So the gift of working of miracles also includes casting out devils. It's the working of miracles. Now with that, let's go to verse 16. In verse 16, he asked the scribes, what question you with them, Jesus? And one of the multitude answered him and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. So even the father knew it was a devil. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnashes with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spoke to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And Jesus answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. Now, remember, Jesus could do nothing of himself. He could do nothing on his own. It was the Spirit of God working in him. And they brought into, he brought him unto him. And when he saw him straightway, the Spirit tear him, and he fell to the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, how long has it been since this came into him? And he said, of a child. He said, oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. You know, there are some that believe that, that this doesn't happen anymore. That it's not like the days of old. I am aware of a situation that happened in Rockwall. I was around it where a person had epilepsy. And you know, they, they had a, a seizure when they were working at a restaurant. And you know what the doctor said to them? When she came back to work, she had gotten over the seizure. She, they gave her medication. She came back to the work, came back to work. You know what the doctor said to the manager? He said, keep her away from fire and keep her away from water. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? A doctor nowadays, modern times said, keep them away from fire and keep them away from water. You don't think epilepsy could be a devil? And look what Jesus can do with the devil. He says, how long ago has it come unto him? And he said of a child in 22. And oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. And if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help mine unbelief. You know, I love this. Jesus didn't say, well, come back when you got your faith. He didn't say, come back when you're perfect. He didn't say, oh, bring him to me once you've got your act all together. No, he didn't. You know what he did? He helped him. He helped him. And verse 25, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and ran him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch as many said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. Isn't that beautiful? That is the working of miracles. Jesus walked in the Holy Ghost, just like we walk in the Holy Ghost. If we have 
what Jesus has, then we can do the works that Jesus did. We have to believe and walk in the Spirit. We have to believe and walk in the Spirit. Jesus had to walk by faith, just like we did. If he didn't, if he didn't, if he had some supernatural faith, that he didn't have to walk in faith, then he is unjust to say we have to walk like he did. And he's not. All right. Now, let's go to um, Matthew 16. Discerning of spirits, we're going to look at. Matthew 16, verse 21. And from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Now, this happened, this situation, Jesus talking to them about the death, burial, and resurrection happened after Jesus said, who do men say that I am? And Peter had the revelation. He said, thou art the Christ, the son of God. And Jesus said unto him in verse 17, he said, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my father, which is in heaven. So Peter got the revelation that Jesus was the Messiah, that he was the Christ, that he was the son of God. And Jesus said, the only way you could do that was through my father in heaven. Now, look what happens back over here in verse 22, after Jesus talks to them about the death, burial, and resurrection, verse 22, then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But Jesus turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. Peter was the one talking. But Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me. For thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Jesus discerned that what was coming out of Peter's mouth wasn't God, wasn't the spirit of God. It was Satan himself. Get thee behind me, Satan. He discerned who that was. Now, Jesus did not have the ability as a human to discern, but the Spirit of God in him did. The Spirit of God in him did. I have had the Spirit of God show me. Now, I was speaking to someone once, and they weren't very happy. In fact, uh, I had some others around with us, and we were talking with this person. And as we were talking, I happened to look up at them and they, their countenance was totally different. It was totally different. What I saw wasn't them. I saw a spirit and I knew God was showing me the spirit that this person was yielding to. It surprised me at first. And then I realized what God was doing. Did I, do I have the ability to do that? No. But the Spirit of God did and showed me what was going on. It was beautiful. I got a lot of answers in one quick observation. A lot of answers. That is what the Spirit of God does. It leads us. It guides us. It teaches us. We walk in it. It brings the power through, through us. God works the power through us when we are in the Spirit, when we walk in the Spirit, 
when we listen, when we do just like Jesus did, we see the works and then we do them. If we have what Jesus had, if we have what Jesus had, then we can do the things Jesus did. You know what? Jesus even says that himself. Go to John 14, 12. When we understand, when we see the love that Jesus had for us, when we see the love that the Father had to us, that he would send Jesus, and that Jesus would walk like we're supposed to walk, that he would be our example. Why? To make us sons of God, to make us just like himself. Now, verse uh, John 14, 12, we hear this spoken often. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Did you, do you believe that verse? Do you believe that verse? Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, on me, how he walked. If he that believeth on me, shall, um, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. When Jesus went to the Father, when he, was, when he was on the cross, when he died, when he was buried, when he rose again, he made available to us to have a vessel, a vessel, that was sanctified, that was forgiven, that was justified through that death, burial, and resurrection, made righteous, a vessel that the Holy Ghost could go into and that we could walk just like Jesus walked. It is absolutely possible. Not only is it possible, it is a command that we walk in the Spirit. And as we gaze, on how Jesus walked and who he was and how he taught us and the works he did as we meditate, as we look at him. It says what we see, what we look at, we become. We become. Amen. One more verse. Hebrews 9. Because I want to show you. I want to show you the human. Hebrews 9, I'm going to begin and I'm going to read verse 14. How much more? So the blood of Christ, the blood of Christ that he shed for you and I, the blood of Christ that justified us, says how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. But I want you to look at that phrase, who through the eternal spirit. Do you realize that Jesus was put on the cross as a man? Do you realize that was a man that was nailed to the tree? By death, by, by man came death. By man came the resurrection of the dead. Dead. The resurrection of the dead. That was a man that went on the cross. That was a man they nailed to the tree. That was a man that took our sin. That was a man that was marred more than any 
man. That was a man. How was it done? It says right here, through the eternal spirit. It was the spirit of God. The spirit of God working with that man, working with that body. that poured all our sin onto him. That was the eternal spirit that put all our diseases on him. That was the eternal spirit, the same one that moved on the face of the waters, that put our poverty, our curses, our sicknesses, our diseases, our sins on that body. The same spirit, the same spirit. And it, then Jesus died and he went to hell as a man and he suffered in hell as a man, the soul of a man. And God saw the travail of his soul and he was satisfied. And that same spirit, that same spirit that moved on the face of the waters went down into hell and got that man out, brought him out, put him back in his body, healed every sickness and every disease and forgave every sin justified sanctified he was justified in the spirit as paul said and he he opened his eyes and he walked out of that grave perfect perfect that's what the spirit of god did with that man and you know what he will do the same thing for us that spirit that Jesus paid for, that gift of the Holy Ghost that Jesus paid for, he paid dearly that we could have that Holy Ghost. That Holy Ghost that Jesus paid for will do the same thing he did with Jesus with us. He will justify us. He will sanctify us. He will make us righteous. He will forgive all through the power of the Father, all through what Jesus won on the tree and he will make us just like Jesus and when Jesus comes back we will meet him in the air and in a moment in a moment we will change and we will be just like him we will have a body without any corruption we will have a body that will never die we will have an immortal body and we will be with him forever forever. Amen. Do you want this? If you are not baptized in the Holy Ghost, I'd like to pray for you so that you can have what Jesus had. If you are born again, if you are born again, you have the spirit of Jesus. That's in Romans 8 verse 9. If we, It says that if we have not the spirit of Christ, we are none of his. When we are born again, when we receive Jesus, we get his spirit. We get that spirit that came down from heaven and that is in heaven now. We get the spirit that has already been dead and uh, went to hell and was raised from the dead. That's the spirit we get. We get the spirit of Jesus. You want to be born again? Let me pray for you. Pray, with, pray this prayer with me and I, we will pray that that spirit, that spirit that was dead and buried and raised again, come in you and make you alive. Let's pray. Father, I mean Jesus, come into my heart. 
come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Jesus, be Lord of my life. Fix me. Lead me. Guide me. Show me you. Reveal yourself to me. And I ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are going into their hearts right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you are going into their hearts right now, that they are born again. Now I want to pray for you that don't have the Holy Ghost and would like to have the same spirit Jesus walked in. Oh, the love of the Father. The love of the Father that we would have the same spirit that Jesus walked in. I'm going to pray for you now that you receive the baptism in the Holy Ghost. You know, the baptism in the Holy Ghost is a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift from the Father. It's a gift of Jesus. Jesus paid for it. Jesus paid for it. Jesus said if we have to walk like he walked, we're going to have to walk like he walked. And he couldn't walk without the Holy Ghost. So we need that Holy Ghost. And Jesus has given it to us as a gift. So I pray for you now. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you now, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you now, Father, in the name of Jesus. That you baptize those. You baptize those in the Holy Ghost. You baptize those that want the Holy Ghost right now. Father, that your spirit, the spirit of God, that the Holy Ghost go into them now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that the spirit, the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, go in them now. It is a gift from you. It is a gift. Father, I thank you that that spirit go in them now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. That spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, go in them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth. Open your mouth and begin to praise God. Begin to praise God and let that Holy Ghost that God just put in you start to talk using your mouth and your vocal cords and your heart and let that Holy Ghost come out. Pray in tongues. <laughs> Father, I thank you. I thank you that the Holy Ghost is a gift. I thank you that he is in them now. I thank you that he leads and guides through the spirit of Jesus. I thank you. It is Jesus speaking through that Holy Ghost. I thank you, Father. He is in them now in Jesus' name. Now, I want to ask if there is anyone here that needs prayer. Oops, sorry. Wrong button. Anyone now that needs prayer, if you will raise your hand. If you will raise that hand, if you need prayer. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you now. Father, I thank you for your power. 
Father, I thank you for your power. Father, I thank you for that resurrected power. I thank you for the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Father, I thank you for that power that raised Jesus from the dead. Father, I thank you for that power that raised Jesus from the dead. Father, I thank you for that power that raised Jesus from the dead beyond them now. Father, I thank you for that power that raised Jesus from the dead beyond them now. Father, I thank you that the power that raised Jesus from the dead be on them now. Those of you that haven't raised your hand, join me in prayer. Use your faith. Join your faith with mine. Father, I thank you. Those of you that have your hands up, use your faith. Join it. The mutual faith will comfort us all. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the power that raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you for that power working now. I thank you, Father, for the power that raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you, Father, for that power that raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you. 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 It's been paid for. Father, I thank you for that power now. I thank you. I thank you for that power that raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you for that power. I thank you for that power now. I thank you. Father, I thank you for healing now. I thank you. You heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. You heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, you heal now in the name of Jesus. You heal now in the name of Jesus. Put your hand where you need the healing. Father, I thank you. You heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, you heal now in the name of Jesus. You heal now, 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 now in the name of Jesus. You heal now, now in the name of Jesus. 
deliverance. I thank you for your deliverance. I thank you for your deliverance. I thank you, Father, for the power that raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you is on them now in Jesus' name. I give thanks the power that raised Jesus from the dead be on them now in Jesus' name. Delivering them. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. I loose them in Jesus' name. Come out of them in the name of Jesus. Come out 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 this witchcraft. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out this unclean devil. Come out. Come out of them in the name of Jesus. Come out of them in the name of Jesus. You unclean spirit, come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. You unclean devil, come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. You can make the vessel clean. You can make the vessel clean. Thank you. You are making the vessel clean now in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out, this perverse spirit. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. This perverse spirit. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. 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 Come out in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I get thanks, Father. I thank you. Let me know if God has ministered to you. Amen. And we will see you next week. God bless. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.